This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you once again from our studios here at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer speaking, inviting you to stay tuned to hear another message from God's Word on the Old Trailblazer broadcast. Before we go into our study, I want to mention, I mentioned in two or three studies ago, we are attempting here at the Old Trailblazer broadcast now. We have many, many broadcasts, many stations that we are on, and some of them we're not hearing any word from, not hearing one word. We're trying to determine if anybody's listening. So we're doing a survey. We're asking you, if you hear the Old Trailblazer broadcast, whether you agree with us or not, would you write me and let me know that you're, that you're hearing the broadcast and what station you're hearing over? And I've asked many of you, some of our folks have been with us a long time. I've asked you, send me a snapshot of your family, your children. And uh, if you would, we put it on our bulletin board here with where you live. And folks ask me who's listening to the old trailblazer, and I'm able to tell them, here's a family from Minnesota. Here's a family from uh, Kentucky. Here's a family from northern Alabama. And uh, would you do that? I'll be glad to get them if you would. And uh and then if, you, if you'd like, I'll send you a picture of the Old Trailblazer. So I'll make you that offer. Sit down right now. My mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And that goes for you folks who hear us over our local station, WLNO, here in New Orleans. You live down here in Patterson or over there in Generette or up there in Lake Charles or somewhere. Write us and let us know. Say, I hear you on WLNO. So let's get back to our study. We're looking at a study on the RSV Bible or the Antichrist Bible. And uh, I want to call your attention to this fact. No scholar can change one divine title in Hebrew for another. For these titles throughout the scripture are used with exact precision and discrimination. When you substitute the name God for Jehovah or vice versa, you destroy the meaning of God's word. Let me give your attention uh, to this fact. The Hebrew name Elohim, God, is his creative title, and the name Jehovah, translated Lord, is his revelation and fellowship with man. That is, it is a revelation of his covenant relationship and dealing with man, or shall we say, with his own people. For these translators to take the position that the name Jehovah was only the medieval usage, that it was slipped into the scripture during the Dark Ages, reveals their utter ignorance of a covenant God. Now let me give you one or two more examples found there in Genesis 7:16 of the use of these two divine titles. And they went in, male and female, went in male and female of all flesh as God had commanded him, and the Lord Jehovah shut him in. We have here the story of Noah and the animals going into the ark. It says, as God had commanded him, because God is the creator and commands without respect to his creatures. Now notice this expression, and the Lord Jehovah shut him in. This reveals that God's action towards Noah was based on covenant relationship. If you turn back to Genesis 6, 8, you will find these words, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Therefore, the God of heaven to Noah was Jehovah God, a covenant God based upon blood redemption. Now let me give you another example found in 1 Samuel 17, 46 and 47. I hope you take these verses down and go look at them. This day will the Lord, Jehovah, deliver thee into mine hand. Why did David use the word Jehovah? Our Lord, in speaking to the Philistine giant, it was because David was on covenant grounds with God. He goes on to say, 
And I will smite thee, and take thine head from thee. And I will give thee carcass of the host of Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, and the wild beasts of the earth. And, and that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. I wish you'd go back there and read that story of uh, David and Goliath. I, I believe it would do your heart good. The old trailblazer likes to, likes to read those, those uh, uh, stories, if you will, telling how the Lord delivered his man. I like to read the story of Joseph there in, the, in Egypt, how that he was delivered. And those things, all of those things make up uh, the Lord. The Lord's work. Here the word Elohim in the scripture we just read means God. It's, it's, it's translated God. Here the word God is used. His creative title because he was referring to the Philistines, a people who were not in a covenant relationship with God. Now let's read that 47th verse of First Samuel 17. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord Jehovah saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, speaking of Jehovah, and he will give you into our hand. In this verse, he's speaking of the Jews and God's relationship with the Jew, which is a covenant relationship, and he speaks of him as Jehovah. So you see, my friend, you cannot interchange divine titles. Neither can you leave the divine title Jehovah out of your Bible without ruining it. You would then have no message to the human heart. Let me give you one more illustration. When King Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, went to help King Ahab, he was the king who was the king of Israel, and they joined the battle against the Assyrians in Second Chronicles 18. We, we find there in the 31st verse. And it came to pass when the captains of the chariots saw Jehoshaphat, they said, It is the king of Israel. Therefore they encompassed about him to fight. But Jehoshaphat cried out, And the Lord Jehovah helped him. We see here Jehoshaphat cried unto the Lord God as Jehovah. Why? Because Jehovah, Jehoshaphat, was on covenant grounds with Jehovah. And he approached him in this hour of need as a covenant God. Now let's quote the rest of that verse. And God moved them, the Assyrians, to depart from him. We see here Jehoshaphat cried unto a covenant God, Jehovah, to help him. And then when Jehovah God moved to deliver him, the Hebrew says, and God moved the Assyrians to depart from him. The Assyrians had no covenant relationship with God. No, they didn't have the same relationship that Jehoshaphat had. My friend, every born-again believer washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, you and I who know the Lord, you and I who have been washed, we are on covenant grounds with Jehovah God. What does that mean, covenant ground? That means that we're in that covenant of grace. We are there because Christ died for us. And God deals with us we de deal with those individuals on covenant ground. May I say to every poor awakened soul this morning, you tell me you want to know the Lord, you tell me you want to be saved, you can only come to the Lord as Jehovah Jesus on the basis of the covenant ground. You don't come there as Jehovah, no. You see, when the Holy Spirit awakens you to the fact that you're lost and begins to open your heart to see yourself in the light of God's Word, and offer you salvation in Christ, he sets you apart by the shed blood of the Son of God. First Peter 1, 2. Go there and read that verse. You were made nigh by the blood, 
The blood of Christ, my friend, is our propitiation. It's our covering. It's the only hope that you and I have. The Holy Spirit had to do that, or he could never bring you to God for salvation. He has to bring you through Jehovah Jesus on the grounds of a blood covenant. That's the reason I keep urging you, come on to Christ. Here, if folks ask me, Pastor, how, how can I get saved? Come to Christ. Come to the Lord. Oh, we have folks who are working their fingers to the bone, who give away everything they have, pauperize themselves. But I keep urging them to turn to the Lord. Turn to Christ. And I know, I know in the awakened sinner's heart and in his life, bowed down under the weight and guilt and penalty of sin, for me to tell you to turn to Christ, I've had folks say, if you think you can do that, come on, do it yourself. But my friend, I'm telling you what the Lord says. The Lord Jesus Christ in the New Testament is the Jehovah God of the Old Testament. That word Jehovah is used in the Old Testament over 6,000 times and is never interchangeable with the divine title God. The word Elohim, God, appears in the Old Testament nearly 3,000 times and is never interchangeable with the name Jehovah God. The word Elohim means God, the Mighty One, the Strong One, the Omnipotent One, the Sovereign One, the Great Originator or Creator. My friend, I'm speaking to my folks here day by day, week after week, and the heart, the Lord has laid on my heart to think about who, whom we serve, and whom we must do, bow to. It's God. The, the Lord Jesus Christ is on the throne, my friend. And I'm bringing a message shortly on Christ on the cross. Christ on the cross. But listen, the divine title, Jehovah, it's, it's in the Hebrew, Yahweh, as we said, is the Old Testament name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know some of these things may be going over your head, but if you just think, would you think with me? Oh, listen, listen. We can say Jehovah is the supreme one, the living one, the unchangeable one, the immutable one. He is the source of life. He is one. He is the one who was and is the coming one. Revelation 1.8. He is the ever-present one. He is the Christ of providence. He is the covenant keeper in relation to his own. He is the great I am, the everlasting God. Don't you like these titles? He is the Logos in John 1.1. He is the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. He is the sinner's substitute, according to 1 Peter 2.24. He is the sinner's righteousness, Jehovah, our righteousness, in Jeremiah 23.6. I hope you're seeing just a little bit of what we are doing here, my friend. Oh, let me call you to this fact, call your attention. The name uh, Yahweh, Jehovah, was looked upon by the Jews as too sacred, too lofty to even utter. They failed to recognize Yahweh, Jehovah, as their Redeemer. They failed to grasp the fact that Jehovah was the God-man who could be known by the Jews, and therefore they drifted into idolatry and worldliness. Then when Yahweh was born, Jehovah was born yonder in Bethlehem of Judea as their Messiah. They failed to recognize him as God and, and as their Jehovah. They could not believe that God could be manifested in the flesh. Oh, my friend, I wish I had the vocabulary to, 
to, to describe to you the greatness of our blessed Lord, of the, of the um, uh, majesty and all of those things that we, that we overlook, our, our little peanut mind, our little frail minds. We, we're not able to comprehend the, the holiness of God. We sang that song here often in our congregation. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. I wish you'd sing that. If you need the words to it, you write me and I'll copy them out of a, on a copy machine and send you a copy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. It's such a great thing. I wish we could all spend more time uh, praising the Lord and calling on the Lord uh, for mercy for our, for, for our families. I just ask you to take time out to ask the Lord, first of all, am I saved? Lord, am I saved? Am I a child of God? You know how you can tell if you're a child of God? The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. I know the old trailblazers much criticized for hammering home, or have you been born again? But the Lord, the Lord said, ye must be born again. Then have you repented? Oh, you say, well, I don't know. You know what repentance is? Taking all the blame. Taking the blame. Did you know you and I are to blame for our sins? We can't blame the Lord. Nobody caused you to sin. Oh, no, you're to blame, my friend. And the Bible says you must repent. You must repent. And our old missionary who used to be here, old Frenchman, he would say, neither this is neither that. Christ died for sinners. Are you a sinner? Could I ask you, are you a sinner? The old trailblazer is interested in your soul. And I wonder if I could just ask you, sit down and write me. Remember what I asked you in the earlier part of the program? Write me. Tell me what station you're hearing the old trailblazer on. And then, if you will, dig up that old coffee can in the backyard and send me a $100 bill out of it before the termites get to it. Would you do that? My mailing address is the old Trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Till next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you, our Radio Missions Internet radio station offers music, current old Trailblazer broadcasts, current Voice of Truth broadcasts, classic sermons, and more, 24 hours a day. For information on how to listen to Radio Missions Internet radio, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. 